What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. Back at it again with another episode full of speculation and what ifs and looking forward to Minecraft 1.21. And I hope you guys are ready for it as well. Because if this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, you have no idea what this what this podcast is all about uh this podcast is all about minecraft updates uh sometimes we talk about updates that have actually been announced to the game so things that are actually coming down the line to the game at some point or they're updates that we're making up just with our imaginations because we like to speculate and to theorize and to say, hey, what if this was added to the game? So if either of those kinds of things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place. And I'm so happy that you're here because we've got a lot to talk about with some of the recent news for Minecraft 1.21. But before we get into all of that really exciting stuff, let's start off with the spotlight on you guys, the listeners, uh, in the form of the Q&A segment of this episode. I like to start off uh, focusing on you guys and focusing on your imagination and your thoughts and your ideas and your opinions because they are very important to me. So a few episodes ago, I asked you, what would you change or remove or add to the early game Minecraft experience? Early game Minecraft is my favorite part of the game. It really is. Everything is fresh. Everything is new. You're still trying to get the lay of the land. You're still trying to figure out where to set your base down permanently. Um, You're still gearing up. You don't have a lot of powerful stuff. And every new discovery and every new diamond that you mine is still exciting. It's such a great part of the game. I wanted to see what you guys thought about it. So the legender said, I think enchantment tables need to be buffed. I think that they should either not require obsidian or make obsidian be able to be mined with an iron pick. I also think that they should reduce the max level requirement to 20 instead of 30. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I'm with you, Legender, on that last part, definitely. It would be great to not have to have 30 levels to get decent enchantments, so absolutely agree with you, the Legender. Uh, From the Arch Villager, we have, I would add taming chickens. You could give them some seeds, and the chicken would dig up more and more and more. This would help with farming. Also, chickens are cute, but barely have any functionality. Interesting idea, taming chickens. I've never thought of taming um, the the more like farm animals that we see, the mobs uh, that are are basic food types when it comes to, you know, mobs that are food types. Uh, That's an interesting idea. Axolotl tails. I I hope I'm saying this right. Axolotls. Axolotls. It's a very interesting name here. Uh, Says, to be honest, adding sheep spawning more frequently. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... I don't know about you, but I am of the um, the class of Minecrafter that uh, when I load up a new world, the first thing that I get 
is a new bed. I, I, the first, my, my, my goal is to get three pieces of wool so that I can make a bed. Um, because I'm not going to do the thing where it's, uh, it's my first day on the, in the world and, uh, the night's coming and I don't have a bed. So I have to, uh, go mining until, uh, daylight comes. I want to be able to be in control of what I do when I do it in Minecraft. So going after a bed is a must for me. And yeah, if sheep's, if sheep spawned in larger numbers, maybe that would be great. Or if, um, when a group of sheep spawns together, they're all the same color. Um, that would be helpful as well. In the past, I've had to like pick three, uh, flowers of the same type so that I can dye, uh, three sheep of the same color wool so that I can make a bed. Um, so, but I would, I like this idea of making sheep spawn more frequently or just making them spawn in greater numbers. Silas says I would change the way food works. It is super easy to get higher tier food items like meat. Uh, and yeah, so tomorrow I'm going to begin my series on upgrading the food system. And, uh, that is exactly one of the things that I'm going to be talking about. Energy Turtle says, monsters wouldn't spawn until you have at least 10 items, including stacked ones, in your inventory. Energy Turtle died because a creeper exploded him when he had nine, nine dirt blocks and a crafting table. So the game essentially waiting to get difficult until you've reached a certain, um, a certain milestone. I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Floop says, I think there should be an easier way to get food at the start of the game. Like maybe faster apple drop rates from leaves or something simple like that. And finally, Torben says, no monster should spawn on the first night, or at least only zombies spawn on the first night. That's a cool idea. So only zombies spawning on the first night. And maybe uh, the next night you get zombies and skeletons. And then the next night you get like creepers and zombies and skeletons and endermen uh, to sort of ease the player into their world and ease the player into the game say for instance maybe they don't know what the mobs are this is their first time playing and so they can learn uh, the easiest mobs to the hardest mobs and the the game just sort of throws them at them in an orderly fashion like that instead of just jump dumping them right into the deep end um, I think that that would be an interesting thing as well well, thank you so much, guys, for these ideas. And if you want yours read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify and interact with the Q&A post there. Or you can go on Discord and you can give me your answers there as well. And guys, I hope to see you there. Speaking of the Discord, um, it is a great place to go and chat with other people who enjoy uh, listening to the podcast and playing Minecraft, especially if you like the one block challenge that I do every week. Um, there's a lot of people over there who collaborate on their ideas and win uh, together. So if that's something that's interesting to you, if you want to talk to people about your ideas and, and come up with something together... Uh, go down to the description of this episode and you can join the Discord from there. And speaking of the one block challenge, this week's one block challenge theme is speed. So a block that has something to do with speed. The details of all of this are in the description of this episode if you need a refresher. And uh, yeah, I encourage you to jump on the Discord and do it there. All right, on to the main discussion of this episode. Uh, so last episode, I talked about the trial key. We finally know what the trial key unlocks. Minecraft released a monthly video in, in which they uh, revealed what the trial key unlocks. It unlocks the vault. The vault is a new block that is found in trial chambers. Uh, you unlock it with the trial key. And when you unlock the vault, 
it drops some rewards. Uh, here's a quote directly from the video. Ever gone to a structure in Minecraft and all the chests have already been looted by your friends? With the new vault found in trial chambers, that won't be a problem anymore. Unlike those chests, vaults can still reward players after they've been looted by others. But before you start stealing all your friends' keys, each vault can only be unlocked once per player. So it's a great addition for multiplayer servers because I'm sure that everyone's been um, frustrated by the fact that if you happen to get on to the server like one day after all of your server mates have already been on, you can, uh, you can count on the fact that all of the loot in the chests in the immediate area at least have all been looted already. And so this takes care of that problem. Um, this is the kind of thing that everybody will be able to get something out of the vault. We don't know what they're going to get out of the vault yet. Uh, the loot that was shown in the video is a placeholder, so we're not sure what it's going to be. But um, everybody's going to be able to share the, this, uh, this loot block and get their stuff out of it. Um, and you can't farm it, so it's not going to be you can't go back to it over and over and get something new out of it every time. This is once per player, just like a normal chest. So I like this a lot. Now, of course, I do have some questions about the vault. The vault has led me to a lot of speculation and wondering about how it's actually going to work. It seems fairly straightforward and simple, but um, depending on how it is implemented in game, it might be more or less useful. So my first question is, will vaults be found in other structures besides the trial chambers? Will they be found in desert temples, in pillager outposts? Actually, pillager outposts, I vote for them to be found in pillager outposts because we need another reason to be able to go and get the um, raid those structures. Will they be able to be found in um, regular uh, mob spawning dungeons. What about mine shafts? Uh, structures like these need um, a little bit of extra stuff to them. So, um, what what if you know vaults were found in these other structures? This could be a good way of having tiers of loot chests. You would find a structure, say a desert temple, and you would loot the normal chests. But you have to find a trial key and come back to the temple to get better reward from the vault. Uh, in my opinion, I think this would be a great addition. Good game features in, in Minecraft are the ones that are still relevant in the end game. So, for instance, you could take the trial keys into the end and unlock vaults there. Maybe they're, they're found in the end cities, and this would make end cities more valuable, even if they've already been looted. We all know what it's like to get onto a multiplayer server and say, you know what, I really want Elytra, or I want a dragon's head. And you go and you look for um, you look for an end city, and you see, oh, you know, the, the telltale signs of somebody's already looted uh, this place, and you have to go search for another one. And these things are few and far between. So maybe having trial keys unlocking vaults that are found in end cities would be a way for, you know, making an end city structure um, worthwhile visiting for every member on a server. So my vote is to have vaults found in in cities and in places like pillager outposts that just need a little bit of freshening up. Maybe even the woodland mansion would could use a a vault.
Another question that I have is, are vaults similar to the trial spawners? Uh, are they unminable? Uh, and will the loot change depending on how many players are close by? So if you're not aware, trial spawners, they're not unminable, but they take a very, very long time to mine. So, so long that it's basically not worth mining. Um, but also trial spawners adjust the amount of loot depending on how many players are around. Is this something that we also find with the vault? Will the vault's loot change depending on how many players are close by? That would be interesting because if the vault is saying, hey, this person is playing on a server with at least five other people, then here's a way to make the loot system a little more fair and balanced so that not one player is getting better loot than the other. Um, I don't know. That might be interesting. And I, I can see that being useful. Um, but again, I could see also that the vault is just going to do what they have said thus far. And all it's going to do is give a set determined kind of loot to one player at a time. And my last question is, will the loot gained from trial spawners changed being replaced by the vault loot? Um, I think that the, the spawner loot needs to be decent, but not as good as the vault loot. I think that the vault loot should be really, really valuable since it's a special loot block and it, you can only get, you know, one shot at it per player. I really think that it should be fairly special loot, especially since it's sort of the reward for going into a trial chamber. So if I were to design the loot tables found in the chambers specifically, I think it would be like this. So for decorated pots and chests, these are found throughout the structure. Um, I feel like the loot found in those things should keep you geared up to fight. It should be basic stuff that keeps you going in the fight. This is things like uh, basic food, maybe some arrows, blocks, Simple, non-valuable loot just to keep you going in the fight. For the trial spawners, it should be a little bit better. This should be loot that actually levels you up as a fighter in the chambers. So I'm talking about things like tipped arrows, potions, better food sources than you would find in the decorated pots and chests, maybe some bottles of experience to, um, to, to fix your mending enchanted gear, uh, ender pearls, and of course the trial keys. And then finally for the vaults, what I really think that should be found in the vaults is valuable treasure loot. Things like diamonds, enchanted books, golden apples, trims maybe, maybe a new music discs. And, and my personal wish on this is maps to other chambers so that we don't have to go blindly mining for the next chamber. You get a map that will lead you to the next one. That would be amazing to see come out of a vault. And it would set a good precedent for uh, other, other uh, structures to actually give you a map to a similar structure nearby. I would love for that to be the case. Well, guys, that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Send me your ideas and questions and comments. Anything that you want me to talk about Minecraft about on the podcast, send it to me, digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I've been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, everybody, keep digging straight down. I will see you at Bedrock.